handsome contest. All right, welcome back to another episode of the guys who talk about sports. Joe and Zach are back this week, and with us as always are Stephen, Matt, and Brent. Jesse is not here this week, which is whack. He's preparing to be a lawyer. You know, he's going to represent us, be our attorney down the road, but (laughs) doesn't excuse it. It's Super Bowl week, maybe. I mean, it's Super Bowl week. You got to be here. You got to be here. Hell or high water. But with that said, uh, make sure you guys uh, leave a review, like, and subscribe. Be a guy, like, and subscribe. Be a girl, like, and subscribe. Doesn't matter what you are. Be Mm non-binary. Like and subscribe. Uh, We want to make sure that we shout out to Anchor. Easiest way to make a podcast. I mean, we're pretty dumb. We figured it out. Uh, Make sure that you guys are doing the pigskin playoff. It's the final week. The Super Bowl, baby. You Um, go ahead and search the guys who talk about sports in the pigskin pick'em. I believe we made an Instagram post, and if you copy and paste that link, you can find it or just go to the pigskin playoff pick'em. Search our league. Free to join. You can make two entries. I know it's Super Bowl week, but you can at least be one with the crowd. We've had like eight or nine people join it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely fun to see people interacting with the show. I mean, I, we, we, we started off with, uh, with a viewership of zero, and we're getting up there. You know, I'm definitely happy about it. Moving on up. Yeah, and uh, if you guys want to keep up with us, make sure you guys follow our Twitter, which is Guys Talk Sports with two Zs at the end of sports. And follow our Instagram, which is Guys Talk Sports 101. Guys, if you want to interact with us and possibly some other Patreon members, don't forget to like and subscribe, leave a review, and send us a voice message too. If you click the link in our bio, you can share a voice message, leave a question, comment, concern. If it's any good, we'll play it on the show. You know, try to leave out the meat and potatoes of it. We want something good. It could spark a conversation. And I'm going to turn up my hearing aid so I don't miss it. to the guys who talk about sports your golden goose egg for sports entertainment brought to you on all platforms by anchor this message is approved by the guys who talk about sports and lady luck productions uh let's talk about the stafford golf trade and who won um i think the rams won by far i think that stafford you know people are going off saying that like stafford's not a top 10 quarterback even though last week they were saying he was a top 10 quarterback i mean stafford He's that dude. He's People just, just need something to talk about. Shit organization. I mean, like, dude, Matt Stafford is the dude, and I think he's going to prove it when he's in Los Angeles. If next year, come this time, I'm wrong, then, you know, we can come up with something for me to do. But I you think Stafford's be. at least win one playoff game with the Rams next, next year. You won't be wrong, Joe. Even Aaron Rodgers saluted this man because – you know, Matt loves to say this. If Patrick Mahomes had done that, it'd be all over ESPN, which is true in a certain sense. Because when Patrick Mahomes started doing the no-look passes, 
It's like nobody had ever <laughs> seen that before. Like Except Patrick Mahomes Rogers. brought it to the league. And Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show said, yeah, you know, no one's ever done that before. You know, you'd think he'd be talking about himself. But after that, he goes on to say, there's somebody who plays in Detroit, number nine, who's been doing that for years. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, well, I guess Matthew Stafford is pretty good. He's a baller. And I think the Rams did win that trade. And say what you want about them needing more defense. But you got the quarterback that can make it happen. The team, look at the Bucks. The team will revolve <clears throat> around you, and they'll adopt a new way to play the game that's more beneficial. And everyone's talking about, oh, now Matthew Stafford has to prove it. You're acting like he hasn't been proving it in the Motor year City for years year. on a yeah. garbage team. You think he's going to do worse when he has talent? Give me a fucking break. Yeah, and I mean, back to what you were saying about the defense. Their defense is such a set. I mean, I, with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey holding that Rams defense down, they're, they're going to be just fine. Who was the rookie? Jefferson? He had a great year. The DB at oh, the, the safety. Yeah, the safety. Dar- Darius Williams, 31. Darius Williams, that was it. Sorry. He's a bucket. Not a bucket. He's a baller. <laughs> He's a baller. Well, the guys talk about sports. We, we talk between sports. Yeah, I feel like baller is still like a, a basketball a reference, but that's all right. I said he was a bucket. No, I'm just saying like a baller would be like a basketballer, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, but I mean, football. That's, they're, that's you know. soccer. Baby, I'm yeah, a right. baller. <laughs> Shot caller. I mean, actually, I do want to talk about golf going to Detroit. Yikes. Uh, I mean, golf is going to be in some deep shit out there. I mean, he's going to be running for his life every single game. Good luck, he's, Jared. And he's not as he's not as uh, resilient as Stafford is. So I mean, it's gonna this, be it's gonna be bad for the Lions. This, the Lions this are poor guy, this poor guy gets shipped off to Detroit after getting paid eighty million two years before, and it's just like, Being hey, Super Bowl you had two a, years before you had such a shitty contract that we wanted less to get rid of your contract. That's how bad that contract was, which means you really played shitty. <laughs> I have so a I, question though. Did this trade like reveal? Like, which more did it re- kind of reveal, like, that golf is not as good as people – or not as valuable as people thought, or that Matthew Stafford is just that good? Well, which it just proves – it proves the fact that they put a terrible price tag on Jared Goff, and they did everything to get rid of that. So, like, their evaluation was really subpar, and I think that's what dug them into the hole. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I just think he's a bad quarterback for that price. Well, I got to say, uh, long-term – Long term, the Rams lost this deal big time. Two first rounds were traded with golf to Detroit. I don't even think they have. They know what a first round draft pick is. Well, Joe. they don't have one for the next eight years. They haven't had one for the past four. That's twelve years without a first round pick. But but then again, you got Jalen Ramsey and and Aaron Donald and, and so, Matthew I mean, Stafford pretty, in in your uniform. So like but Sta- Stafford's old. Stafford's older. 32. 32 is not old anymore is he really 32? for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah he's, he's 32. 32. He's yeah. really young. It's because he, cause he like came he's into the league, league as like so a... so long. Well, he has. 10 years. He's just gotten his ass kicked, too. So <laughs> we didn't officially read off what the trade was. I just want to run that back. It was Matthew Stafford in exchange for Jared Goff, a 2022 first-round pick, 2023 first-round pick, and a 2021 third-rounder. Oh, so my God. You guys are right that they don't have any draft picks... For for the foreseeable future, but this isn't the first time they've done this, guys. They've been doing this since before they made that title run, you know? Like, this is kind of... They're trying a new method of 
instead of trying to develop guys and acquire draft picks, they're saying, let's get guys that are ready to go now. Yeah, well, that's that GM. But I'm surprised that they've been able to transition so well. You know, they had Brandon Cooks. They had uh, Marcus Peters. They had a bunch of other contracts that they've been able to get out of. Mm -hmm. And while they are gutting their draft capital in the future, Stafford immediately makes them a title contender. When they lost the Super Bowl a couple years ago, one it was they got out of the Todd Gurley trade too. That's another one. It was Todd Gurley all of a sudden couldn't run anymore. And the main thing that we saw from that game was how much better Tom Brady was than Jared Goff. You know, Jared Goff wasn't yeah. ready necessarily to be on that stage yet. Matthew Stafford is good to go, locked and loaded, ready to make a title run. He just needs help. Just when they thought I was out, they pulled me back in. <laughs> Let's keep moving here. Let's talk about uh, the Super Bowl. Let's just talk about it real quick. I know you guys talked about it a lot last week, but uh, not uh, as I just much want as to make sure. We probably that... have a little bit better insight for it this week, but we don't need to spend too much time. Yeah, let's let's kind of let's kind of breeze through it. Um, just make sure that me and Zach get our pick. I'm going Bucks. I'm going Bucks. You heard it here first. I'm going Bucks. Do you? I don't know. What do you think's gonna be about that? What do you think's <laughs> gonna be the deciding factor in the game? Do you think it's gonna be the Bucks defense, Tom Brady? I think it's gonna be the Lenny. fact. I think it's gonna be the fact that last year the Chiefs weren't in a in a great position to win it, and uh, they ended up doing it, but. You know, I don't think that they're going to get an easy pass like they did against Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm -hmm. Like, Tom's not going to let him off easy. Yeah, yeah. See, that, that's the thing. The quarterback <clears throat> matchup is definitely better. The, I was all in Jimmy's corner last year, and I didn't see why he was getting so much hate. Cause they, Jimmy G? Jimmy G, yeah. yeah. But then when he missed, you know, he missed that throw to Emmanuel Sanders that <clears throat> as much as we can all sit here from our fucking couches, we can make that throw. <laughs> you're gonna be top in the league. You gotta make that throw. You know, Russell you're gonna be get paid millions of dollars. You better make that throw. Yeah, you gotta make that throw. So, I I agree with you there. Tom Brady is not Jimmy G, and their team is loaded. the The thing last year in the beginning of the game, the 49ers were getting pressure up front. Their front was making it hell for the Chiefs in the beginning. But then the Chiefs were able to open it up, expose Richard Sherman with Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins, and you know they were able to open up the passing game. They're, they exposed their DBs, I guess. So, Joe, you know, I've been, I've been sitting here telling everybody, Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. They got a better defense, pretty good ass quarterback, pretty good weapons on the outside. Pretty good quarterback, pretty yeah. Good quarterback. He's pretty good. Yeah. Write that down. I Joe. can't say he's the best. Goddamn, Patrick Mahomes, pretty good too. Yeah. Well, no, so, you're right. You're right. <laughs> So so here here's here's looking at and I was, I was listening to Hurry the other day. He goes, you know, usually before the game, I write down uh, the ten top players from each team, and whoever has more usually wins the game. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's a load of shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, no way. Like, I, I can tell you they both have good players. So let's just throw that out of the window. I'm pretty sure Patty Mahomes is gonna do everything to win this game, and I know they're probably gonna get come get down early and like. That, if you're a sports better, look for that, okay? And then hammer that money line. When they're down nine, down 13, people start panicking, right? Tom Brady comes out of the gates early, hammer it, okay? Long story short, I just think that this has a recipe for Patrick Holmes to come back after an early deficit. 
as we've seen time in and time out. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for that, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. You know, he is known for his comebacks, and the Chiefs do not get rattled. When you have someone like Patty Moe, you have no reason to get rattled. Tyree Kill, um, too. You know, it's just their ability. They're like, they almost, it's almost like basketball where they just go on runs. They get hot. And then it's like, boom, 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 boom. They can rattle off. Texans game last year, the wild card game, they were down 24 nothing. They ended up scoring like seven straight touchdowns or something like that. It's like, oh my God. Or Rob Sala, or however you say his name, the Jets' Robert new head Sala. coach, said that he like, was telling the Bucks defense, like, don't just look at Mahomes running from play to play like an old man run. Let that fool you. Like, this man actually is, like, legit and quick on his feet. But from play to play, that man looks like he has something up with his feet. His fucking shoulders are glued Mahomes. to his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. He, like, jogs a little. He, like, kind of trots a little bit. It's kind of funny. Apparently, he's, the like, one of the fastest quarterbacks in the league, like, backpedaling. Like, moving backwards. Yeah. A weird thing, like... Uh, He's almost faster running backwards than he is going forward, which is ridiculous to me. I remember I was watching, I was just watching like Sports Center or something like that. And like Patrick Mahomes took the snap immediately, just started backpedaling and just avoided this rush, no problem, through a 40 yard dime to Tyree Kill on the outside numbers on the far right. Like, come on. Like, you can, nobody can do that shit <laughs> without setting his feet either. Like, come on. Patty's incredible. What's up, Brent? One thing I will say about this game that I've put a lot of thought in, and I was talking to Zach about a couple of days, the determining factor in this game, in my opinion, so the quarterbacks, both star-studded. This is interesting because they're both good at coming back from behind, right? Like, they both don't get rattled. They both can trail a comeback need be. So the quarterback matchups are going to be, they're both going to be gunslinging. So what's, what it's going to come down to is the run game for the Bucks. And defense on both sides of the ball. In my opinion, the Bucks have the best, or have a better defensive line, better front seven, better linebackers. Vita Vea's healthy again, and he's going to be able to get a lot of pressure up front along with Jason Pierre-Paul and everyone else. The Chiefs do have better DBs, though, in my opinion. You know, they got Tyron Matthew. What it's going to come down to is, can the Chiefs run the ball? Or not the Chiefs. Can the Bucks run the ball against the Chiefs? Can the Bucks get pressure on Mahomes? Because if a quarterback doesn't have time to throw the ball, it doesn't matter how fast your receivers are. When you got to get rid of it quick, when you've got people in your face and you're getting hit, it rattles you. You get happy feet. Can't have the big plays that progress downfield with the Tyreek Hills and such. So that's going to be the determining factor to me. If the D-line and the front seven for the Bucks make the night a living hell for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. What do you guys think about that? I think um, Andy Reid will do a great job of slowing down that pass rush if it tends to be a problem. Chiefs are very good at using their entire playbook mm. um, and will, will stretch you vertically and horizontally, making it very difficult for them to pick up what they're going to do. But with that being said, Todd Bowles is still a Todd pretty Bowles. aggressive He's a great um, D coordinator, mm-hmm. and I, I, he'll definitely blitz them a fair amount. I want to see how that little matchup happens throughout the game. You know, how much is he going to blitz? Is is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to find his hot routes quick? Because if he hurts him quick, they'll go away from the blitz, and they'll have he'll have all day, which is a real problem for them. But what I'm so. saying is, if their front four can get pressure, they won't even need to blitz. They won't. I think you forget. I think I think you forget the the Casey uh, line is actually pretty damn good. Like, I'm not saying they're not bad, but I believe Fisher and Schwartz yeah. 
Fisher yeah. and Schwartz, are they both playing? I don't think no, so. No, no, I think... They're um, not. They're, I, they're a little beat up. If there's anything that's beat up, it's the Chiefs' offensive line. Offensive line, that is correct. I think one of... Uh, I don't know who it was. I, I believe it was Schwartz towards ACL yep. or some somewhere uh, yeah. in the last the championship, championship game. game yeah. yeah, but that sucks. So, yes, very good point. And Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett, too. I forgot about Shaq Barrett. And Ndamukong Sue. JPD and Ndamukong Sue. Devin White, guys. We've been saying it for a couple weeks. Dude, for his first time being on the big stage, he is balling the fuck mm-hmm. out. But if they can get pressure and don't have to blitz, that cuts the Chiefs' playbook in half. Because you can't yeah. run the deep developing plays downfield. Now, that's going to be the deciding factor, though, Zach, because if they can. Well, if they can, if they can block it, then. It'll... And the hot routes, yeah. Like, I, I'm just not sure which way to go, though. I still. Mm-hmm. That's the chess match I'm, I'm excited to see within the first couple of series to see how, how aggressive both defenses are. Often in the Super Bowl, um, defenses are a little bit more passive. They let the offense kind of dictate in the first couple series. It's kind of a feeling out thing in my eyes. That's what I what I see. Uh, so, Brent, who are you going with then? You have to choose right now. I'm glad you're putting me on the spot right now because it actually Matt, just came. Steven, I'm coming to you next. It actually just came to me because I've had a tendency to get to a point when I listen back and I'll be speaking. All my points will prove to one team, and then because in my head or beforehand I already chose a team, I'll pick the other way. And then when I listen back, I'm like, why didn't I just listen to myself? I did predict the Chiefs-Bucks Super Bowl matchup, and I chose the Chiefs. But I'm going to pick the Bucks, guys. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fall under Thomas Edward Brady's spell. All right. Uh, Steve, who do you have? I'm sticking with my... my from last week uh chiefs i'm gonna go chiefs in this game um although i will say i did just see uh i did just get some news on my phone apparently the chiefs uh hair cutter barber got uh covid oh that piece of shit already given haircuts to 20 of them so it's gonna be a real uh a real test of the nfl to see if, <laughs> if you know if the chiefs just get r- just ravaged by covid how Before scared was that guy when he found out he got COVID and he goes, Oh my God. Oh, oh he's fuck. moving. He's moving to Canada. Yeah. And, and Patty Mahomes was, of course, in the barbershop when they pulled him away. He was like, You got like, COVID. Get out, get out, get out, get out. Like, oh, man. Well, right, Matt, I got the house on the game. <laughs> Matt, with that information. Uh, I got the Chiefs. Um, I think in order to win this game, I said this last week, in order to win this game, Tom Brady has to play the perfect game. Uh, I think he's capable of doing That's it. That's not true. That's not true I think at it's all. True. I think it's true. Are you kidding me? Tom you... Brady throws two interceptions. They don't win. He, didn't they, have to he play threw three last week. week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Against Green Bay. Green Bay choked. They choked. Okay. They choked. That, and then, then, then the Packers are better than the Chiefs. Week. I mean, come on. Be, be completely Yeah, honest. the Chiefs are better than the Packers is what you meant to say. Yes. Sorry. That's... Whatever I said, that's what I meant. I, I mean, I, 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 I think that's true. I think that's true. And <laughs> I mean, we see Tom Brady, Tom Brady play great all the time, so it's not like Matt. You do you know. think Tyreek Hill is going to torch the Bucks? Because last time he played them, I believe he had like 200 yards receiving and like yes. two, two in, or three in touchdowns. The first half. In the, I, it was like the first quarter, dude. It was like yeah. half of the first quarter. Matt, what do you think he's going to go crazy on them? Like, um. You never know. He's such a slippery guy. I want to say, I want to say no, but I mean, he's, he's a slippery guy. Sometimes at some point there's not, there's not much you can do when he's in the open field. 
he makes the plays himself. Doesn't matter what kind of tape you're looking at, what kind of coach you're doing, how what kind of talent you got. That kid's something else. So I'm gonna go with no. Hey Matt, Matt, who's uh, who's faster, Scott Miller or Tyreek? <laughs> Scott A. Is this, I'm assuming it's like a trick question. No, no, no. Scotty's really question. fast. I don't know who's actually fast. Oh, you don't both know. of them are extremely fast. Both of them are extremely fast. That's kind of what I was just Tyreek is shift, though. I mean, I'm pretty sure Tyreek like, is like the fastest. He's got agility. The way he just changes directions, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like... He's got really agility rise. and acceleration. Scotty's just got the acceleration. Dude, Tyreek Hill, it's like he can slow down time. Did you guys see that one video? Uh, that clip? of the Super Bowl last year when he caught like a curl route and Sherman's coming up and he literally stops. He turns around, sees him coming, takes a, like a pivot step. He goes left and then he turns right. And I'm like, dude, he did like five things in a second. Like that's impossible. He stopped, turned, stopped, faked, go. And it was like, yep, I got him. Yeah. I'm going to say Sky Miller's the fastest. I'm just I think it's Tyreek Hill. I think this guy Miller's just uh, talking on his staff, just kind of get some, get some hype around him or something. Scotty's the homie, though. Don't disrespect that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just saw, I haven't really watched too many games, but I've just seen. I just saw the one game against the Packers where he caught the game, the touchdown just before the half, and that was insane. So. What idiots. I've watched a that couple sucked. of Bucks games this year, like, you know, early in the year when the Saints shit on them and like a couple times just throughout. The Giants them. beat them. I watched that game and I was Scotty like, Scotty Miller Bucks just suck. on a team that's loaded with talent. He just continued to make plays and it wasn't like he's getting like a ton of targets, you know? He took, he takes advantage of his opportunities At, either against the football team or again, I think it was against the football team. He ran this stop and go. Oh my God. Good. Did you want me to read off some bets or no? I was gonna. All right, let's do it. do it. Just when they thought I was out, they pull me back in. Super Bowl game prop: total field goals made in the game, total field goals made over three and a half even. Right, that one. Neither of those teams kick field horns. goals, so no, it's just field goals. I total think field goals made in the game. So, oh, the so the over under is three and a half. Are there going to be four? I don't know if there's going to be four. I mean, that's right about. I was going to say probably like three, four. Might be a bit of might be a bit of a stretch. I'm probably going to go of their under as well. Though, like the Chiefs could start off and kick like one or maybe even two field goals in the game, and I'm sure Chiefs go for it on fourth, bro. But the Bucks D is nice. What I'm saying is like put them in situations where you're not going to go for fourth every time and go for it on fourth down every time in the Super Bowl. You know, um, I. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over on that one. Monopoly money, of course, guys. Of course. So here's another one. Uh, straight. Patrick Mahomes, what will he throw first? A touchdown or an interception? Touchdown. Mm. I mean, it's got to yeah, be I'm like gonna, heavily favored touchdown, saying, right? Touchdown pass is minus 410. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say buddy school. Touchdown before an interception. Yeah, I'm going to go touchdown. It's also, minus 300. What'd you say? 410. 410. He's not throwing a pick. There's no way. He could throw a pick, but it's what he's going to throw first. I, I, I'm going to go with touchdown first. Also, apparently the biggest lock of the week. I'm curious what you guys think about that. 
Over under one and a half yards for the shortest touchdown scored. This is the one that I don't get. That guy in that TikTok said that 18% of touchdowns are scored within a yard. That does not seem right. You just got the hard within three like, yards, I'd agree. One yard does seem a little with, sketchy. I mean, within the one yeah, yard line. I'll say this. Insane. One of the hardest places to score is the red zone just because everything is so bunched up. You know, if you get someone like a Lamar Jackson, a Kyler Murray that can get out of the back get out of the backfield and run it in, that usually helps. But if you think about it, you know, most goal line stands and stuff like that, unless a team is really good in the red zone, you'll see it get to third and fourth down. Like, do we kick a field goal? Do we go for it? You know, teams all jamming up in the box to stop the run. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess that makes sense because I would probably guess like what maybe one third or a quarter of touchdowns are scored from like outside the red zone. Yeah, maybe like a little Football's bit more. It's a game of inches. I mean, look at how many games yeah. come down to like a toe being out of bounds or like you know what I mean. Somebody fumbling right before their knee touches the ground happens all the time. Honestly, I'd probably bet the under on that. I'm gonna take the under. Monopoly money, of course. Also, all these bets are a courtesy of the man himself, Big G, our gambling master. We'll have more. Sucks of fantasy, though. Not very good at <laughs> fantasy, Big G, but, you know, thank you. Matt, you going to go over under on that one? Under. So the under is minus 145. Six and a half is plus 110. What do you guys think about that? These weird bets always make my fucking brain hurt. Fuck it, over. Actually, not under. I feel like the Chiefs go for it a lot on fourth down. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under as well on that one. So here's another one we got. What's the total punts made in the game? I'll go over. You're going to go over? I'm going over. Yeah, I mean, defensive matchup. Remember the Rams-Patriots game? We thought it was going to be a locked and loaded game. and It was 10-3. Just straight up. Defensive showdown. So the last one I got for you guys. What's going to be the first accepted penalty in the game? Offsides, you know, holding, pass interference. Holding is plus 225. I think that's... What's pass interference? I'd probably go to that. What would you say, offsides? I'd say pass interference. Pass interference? If I'm like a betting man. Because I feel like the odds on that aren't very good. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. a very realistic thing to get called. Two teams for. are going to throw. Dudes are but, excited. Yeah, going to be roughing each other up. They want to set the tone. Exactly. But one thing I will say is, teams like to try to establish the run right off the bat. You know, if you because the run game opens up the pass game and it opens up everything else because then the linebackers are guessing. So, what's the uh, what's the bet again? Sorry. It was what will be the first accepted penalty in the game. Holding is at plus two twenty five. Oh, holding for sure. That's what I was There's saying. no doubt in my mind. Those are some prop bets for you guys. Monopoly money, as always. You know, we don't endorse gambling until it's legal in the state of Maryland. It is legal in the state of Virginia. And Smash that Larry Fitz. All right, guys, let's, let's shift focus a little bit and let's, uh, let's, you know, focus on the guys who the Jalen Hurts of the world want to be. We're talking about the NFL honors this weekend. They are going to announce. I believe it's the five Hall of Fame inductees, I believe. Is that correct? Five go in each year? Five. Yeah, I'm something sure. around that, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. But um, I'm going right. to go ahead and 
I'm going to go ahead and read off uh, the finalists, and that is Jared Allen, defensive end, Rondé Barber, defensive back, Tony Bosselli, uh, tackle, uh, Leroy Butler, safety, Allen Fanica, guard, Corey Holt, wide receiver, Corey. Calvin Megatron Johnson, wide receiver, John Lynch, free safety, Peyton Manning, Beast. quarterback, Clayton Matthews, Clayton. Clay Matthews, Clay. linebacker, Sam Mills, linebacker. That uh, is Richard sorry, sorry Seymour. to cut you off, Joe. That is not the same Clay Matthews as you think. That is that's his 1978. Dad. Oh, that's okay. right. That's, that's his dad. <laughs> that's that is great. right. That's that's Clay Matthews Sr., I believe. <clears throat> um Richard Seymour, defensive end, slash defensive Ooh. tackle, Zach Thomas, linebacker, Reggie Wayne, wide receiver, and Charles Woodson, defensive back. Um, I mean, guys, this is like this is going down memory lane for us. I mean, these guys, a lot of these guys were huge when we were coming up. I mean, Jared Allen was like who I tried to imitate as a defensive lineman. I mean, that's, that was my guy. Um, but I think that the biggest and most obvious one that's going in right away is Peyton Manning. So I heard for Bleacher Reporter, they said Peyton Manning's Hall of Fame discussion lasted 13 seconds. 13 seconds. How long does it take to say you're in? <laughs> Can they say next That's, fast enough? It seems, like, it seems like a little. it was a little long-winded. Yeah, why right? did it take so long, guys? Like, what's going on up there? Are they dilly-dallying? But Tory Holt, when I was young, I was learning how to catch. And probably right when I started playing football, too, when I was eight. Learning how to catch, and my dad, my coach at the time said, you catch the ball with your chest. Real, real good coach there. I come home, and I'm telling my dad, and he's like, no, 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 no. He sits me down, and he goes, there's this man by the name of Tory Holt. The way he catches the ball is he makes a diamond with his hand. Touch the top and the bottom, you make a diamond. Took me out in the backyard, taught me how to catch, and goddamn, I was slow, but I could catch. <laughs> there was one thing I could do when I played football, I could catch. Shout out to you, Tory Holt. We know you're a listener, and you're the reason why. I went right. D3 for one year. <laughs> so uh, there's Ooh. no set number of new entrinees. Um, so it's but they kind of the the committee tries to stick between four and eight. Um, so obviously, I I just kind of you know with this segment, I just kind of want to see what we're all thinking. Peyton Manning oh, obviously is going in, no problem. Yep. Uh, so I mean, who else is who else is the other obvious? Ronde, I mean, Charles Woodson. <clears throat> yeah, I'd say Charles Woodson. I think Ronde Barber. I'm a little. Uh, I'm with you on uh, Ronde. I think that he should Shit, definitely be in the Hall of Fame, but I don't know with it. I mean, his like, longevity. Look at this list. Look look, at this list though. Ronde's longevity. Ronde was at the top of his game for years, though. 97 to 2012, mm -hmm. and he like like Woodson was smart enough to transition to a safety which is what Darrell Rivas and other corners have refused to do. And that's what prolongs your career. I think Rondé's definitely on this list. Um, what, Reggie Wayne, what do you guys think about that? Reggie was top of his game for a while. Yeah, I mean, he was great, but he also had Peyton Manning throwing him the ball. He also had um, Marvin Harrison to kind of lean on. Mm -hmm. so Before we get into it, though, I feel like this is hard because there's a lot of guys – Early on, that we might not give some respect. Like I never watched Sam Mills play. You know, Ooh, I don't, I, he actually, I believe, he passed away recently. Oh, 
Um, R.I.P. Sam, dude. They, I mean, being down here in Carolina, he was actually the um the person who started the saying "Keep pounding." Sam Mills is a Panthers legend. But I mean, are we putting Calvin Johnson in right away? Oh yeah, yes, yes. All right, do we have a list right now, Joe? Are you <clears> a list of I, I have it up here. If you guys can, I'm I'm seeing everyone we're talking about, but I just want to make so. Peyton Manning is obviously in, right? We said that. Charles Woodson, that's a lock. Richard Seymour. Is there like a, what about Seymour? Is there like a um, certain amount of time that you have on the ballot before you're kicked off? No. No, because I think people... I just think what happens, Steve, is other players... If you're on the list long enough, there's other players that are probably better that just like bump you down into like... That just scoot you in, yeah. Yeah, that scoot you from the complete list or whatever yeah charles woodson see i i love tory hope but what do you guys think i mean i mean he was great he was a part of the greatest show on turf yeah i mean you know john uh, lynch right i mean look at this list it's insane it's insanity i mean like i'm sitting here going him obviously him obviously like yeah um zach thomas beast for the dolphins i remember him yeah. He was a beast for years. He was a menace in the Jets' backfield. Well, I mean, and I can tell you right now that Tony B- uh, Bosselli, I mean, this dude was like the guy really? in Jacksonville. Like, I was going to say, he, he was only a, played for like six years. Right, he was an offensive tackle, but he was the face of the franchise. I mean... Oh, he might not have played long enough, yeah. that See, that's that's the problem, like... I don't believe Bo Jackson is in the Hall of Fame just because he didn't play long enough. Uh, I think. We'll, Steve, we'll do a we'll do a quick uh, check on that. Is Bo Jackson? That's one. They're saying Tony Bosselli is the best Jaguar of all time. Wow. Yeah. Okay, dude, so. I'm I'm telling you, he was the fucking dude, and he like you can see here in 2002, he was uh, put on the Houston Texans and on injured reserve. And I think that was because they were a new team then. And uh, yeah, that you know how like new teams get. Yeah, they get like conditional. Yeah, they get their players like that. Mm -hmm. Like they get to like grab team. Like there's players that teams are allowed to hold on to and then are allowed to pick the scraps. I mean, I think the the easiest and the and the. The definite locks are Peyton, Charles Woodson. I think you got to put John Lynch in there. Two times Super Bowl. Yep. John or Lynch. No, one time. One time Super Bowl. Yeah, with the Bucks, He oh, was okay. a stud safety back in the day. A hard hitter. Back when you were right at the end when you were still allowed to really just hover over the middle and let it. Like, that was back when receivers did not want to go over the middle. Because you know what you, I think would be easier? You know what I think would be easier? Taking the names off that we think, yeah, uh, won't. Yep. Here, you know what I can do. Uh, if you guys can see this, yeah, we'll I can. Orange. I'm just gonna do a quick line out through the names. So we're taking oh, Jared Allen off the no. list because because he. I, I'm taking he Jared wait. Allen off yeah. the list. Yeah, he's he first wait. ballot. He, he can he's wait. not first ballot. Shout I out don't to even know who Liam's Leroy Butler is by the Liam's way. Liam's favorite. Defensive player of all time, Jared Allen. He emulated him. He wanted to be Liam wanted to was number sixty nine, I believe, junior year. Mm-hmm. Senior year, our coach would not let him because he said that was Bush League. Liam, 
being the honest man he is, said, I just emulate Jared Allen. Like, come on, bro. But he made him be number 70 out of spite. Black. Not first Black. ballot, though. Um, I don't know who Leroy Butler is, and I pride myself on knowing a lot of NFL players. Um, so I will look him up, but for our list, we're taking him off. Sorry, Leroy. Yeah, sorry, Leroy. I'm sure you were an incredible player. I mean, you have to be to be a finalist. Um, Alan Fanica. Alan Fanica was a beast. 100% Guys. I'm putting Guys. the star next to his name. We got to okay. keep him on Okay, there. cool. That I dude was a animal. I was about to come find you and... No, no. All right, Torrey Holt will keep on. Calvin Johnson will keep on. Mm-hmm. Clay Matthews Sr., it may be about time. I mean, yeah. he's been passed on, obviously. Yeah. And he's a beast. I believe he played for Sam Mills, posthumously. Keep him on. Yeah, let's just keep him on because Steve said he was the greatest Jaguar of all time. Yeah. No, that was Tony Bosselli. Oh, Bosselli. My apologies. Only he's played for six years. Oh, no, Sam Mills was the one that passed. Well, that's that's the thing, Steve. That's the thing. Six years. Steve, if he's widely known as the best Jaguar of all time. I mean, okay. That, that, Who do you have to beat Jaguar, out? Jaguar, Maurice um, Jones, yeah. Drew. Um, yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> JD, all right. dog. That, that's Drew. it. Yeah. You know. uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey for a few years, sure. Um, Patrick Ramsey. Blake, Blake Bortles in his prime. Blake. Blake. Right. Blake. Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Fred Taylor. Uh, Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor was a great. Um, Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars. Uh, still not blowing me out the water. <laughs> Some good um, names, but it's not I'm, Mark, not Mark Brunel. I'm re- Mark Brunel. That's what I meant. Not Patrick Ramsey. <laughs> Mark Brunel. I think he set a record when he was on the Jags. Yeah, he was actually oh, really good for the Jags. Byron Leftwich. Byron, Byron Leftwich. David Gar. No, David. Gerard. David Garrard. David Garrard. ECU he nice legend. He was nice in Madden. Dude. David Garrard was I'm an not, ECU legend. I'm, I'm not given too many uh, good things for my argument here, though. <laughs> Maurice Jones uh, but, through until they ran the brakes off of him. All right, all right, all right. Oh yeah, we're leaving. We're leaving Tony on there, but also I'm leaving Sam Mills on there because you know. Yeah, respect Carolina Panther. Big, big time respect. Uh, I think Richard Seymour can wait. Dude, no, um, I think. Seymour- yeah, I think he can wait. I and think I'll- he can wait. If we can only keep eight. Well, I was going to take Zach Thomas off. Yeah, I can take Zach Thomas off, too. Well, I was thinking we keep Seymour because I was going to take Seymour over Reggie Wayne just because Reggie had Peyton, Marvin Harrison, Dallas Clark, Joseph Adai, Edgerin. You know what I mean? I was thinking Reggie, we could probably put him on ice until second ballot. No disrespect, Reggie. But Reggie played for a while, too, though. He played forever. <clears throat> oh fuck! No, sorry. I'd rather keep Richard than Reggie. All right, so we can definitely say Rodney, uh, the greatest Jaguar of all time. Uh, Alan Fanica, Peyton Manning, John Lynch, Charles Woodson. How many is that? Hold up. What is that? How was that? That's One, two, six. Two more. What? Calvin Johnson. Have to. First ballot. Gotta go Megatron. And then, okay, right. so here we go. What, what do you guys think, first of all? I mean, if I'm picking between these guys, Tory Holt, Clay Matthews Sr., Sam Mills, and Richard Seymour, 
I'm going to go with the player that I got to watch, and that's going to be Dwyer Holt. Oh, no. I got to watch Richard Seymour as well. Um, A little bit of Seymour. Uh, he played oh, Tor- Tory Holt was a Jacksonville Jaguar. Steven. Wow. <laughs> One year. One year. For a year. Well, what do you... What do you think about them apples? For yeah. a year, I'm curious to see his stats from that year too. Yeah, I bet they were uh, they were lights out. We're, we're very, not gonna very, we're, we're not gonna go that deep, guys. I think I might need to go Clay Matthews on this one. We put him right. on ice for a while. As much as I love Tory Holt, I love you, Tory. But we put Clay All Matthews right. on ice for a couple of years. I, I mean, that's what I'm thinking. You, you don't that's even our pick. No, you know what? I'm I'm with you. I think I think that that is definitely the right, the right pick. I think Sam Mills deserves it next. I got a good trivia mm. question for you, Zach. Do you know who the oldest uh, running back to win the rushing title was? Uh, yeah, Curtis. Um, Curtis. Uh, yeah, Martin. I, put, I put that in the story. So. That's it. That my dad. You don't played uh, yourself. This guy ever stop breaking balls? That's a that's a cocktail. The fact that my dad will spit out, like, no matter what, he goes, you know, Curtis Martin, the oldest running back to win a Russian title. <laughs> he's a beast, though. Shout out Curtis. We know he's a listener. Of course he is. Why, why wouldn't he be? I think we have a very prestigious list of Patreon members, too. Guys, it's back. After no, it's six like, years. 2014 was the last one. And seven officially, but... NCAA college football is fucking back. Yeah. The greatest game of all time, hands down. Hands down. Hands, hands down. down the greatest game of all time. No argument. I mean, the recruiting was just, I mean, me and Zach would oh. recruit all the That was the best part time. about it. When you found a gem, dude, there was nothing mm. like finding a gem. There was nothing like. Create a punter. Nothing like creating <laughs> a punter glory. with a 99 st- uh, arm strength and just drafting him. Or, Recruiting him. That Signing was great, him, Joe. Yeah. Oh. Dude, the, that was great. Cust- the customization in the game, you could edit coaches, edit rosters. <laughs> to this day, guys, to this day, me and Steve literally bought an X- a used Xbox 360 because Steve still had NCAA 14, and we still play wow. it to this day because I've got, uh, that game was I've got so great. 12. I've got 12 and my 360 12 is right, right in the other room right now. Which one is on? Is that Mark Ingram? <clears throat> that's yeah, that's Ingram. Wow, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. You know, shout the out college to, games in general too. Shout out to the Reddit community mm-hmm. and everyone that <clears throat> kept NCAA football alive. Because I don't know if you guys know this, there was a group of knights in shining armor every year for no money would update the rosters and just let it out for everybody to download for free. There would be multiple people. Wow. Every year earlier today was playing with the 2020 roster. Like it's incredible what these guys did for no money and they should be compensated. I'm saying mm-hmm. it right here on the guys who talk about sports, the little man. <laughs> so who's going to be on the cover? Pretty simple. If it were to come out, if it were to come out tomorrow, I'm, I'm saying, I mean, Smith. pretty obvious. Justin Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence? It's not, it's not Justin Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> Good old Justin Fields Just, and Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields, Lawrence. <laughs> the quarterback well, out of uh, Tennessee uh, Western, Western State. Joe, I think you're forgetting. Uh, there was a, a, a defensive player in a small D3 school in, uh, in Maryland. Um, <laughs> he had a great season. He wore number 11. I think he would be a great cover art guy. 
Uh, I think, you know, he's got some really good action photos. Mm. Um, you know, he's not one to gloat about himself. So having that out there will be good for his self-confidence. And I think that, uh, that that's really going to be a lot for me. So I'm excited for it to happen. <laughs> we got you, Zach. We got you. <laughs> yeah, We're going to start you know, it. Our- you know, we'll, we'll make sure our, our secretary and our intern coordinate and get that together and make sure that they have it in time for when the game is released. Because that's what we need. So I, I hate to. That's our uh, official submission. I hate I hate to take the air out of everyone's tires, but apparently it's not coming out this year. It's it. Good. I saw they Good. said it was going to take them two to three years. Good. Let's let's make it worse. They yeah. also said that you have to have the next gen to play it. I mean that's expected. Two to Zach. three years. I, I hope in two to three years I have but the next gen. I hope that they take <laughs> their time with it. Don't rush it. Make that. I hope that they literally use the same game. If they make it Madden, I'm going to go find whoever's the head of that place. And uh, I, well, I, can't. I mean, I it's both you. made by EA Sports, isn't it? We're going to yeah. EA offices. Yeah. I've always just wondered. Be, they, they just yeah. bought the right. Wouldn't it be the same? Wouldn't, or wouldn't it just Joe? be better? I mean, you guys wouldn't think it'd be better, obviously. But, like, if they were to just put that as a game mode in Madden, like, like you already got all the... I feel like it's not that no. much more to add. It's a way different game. Dude, that'd oh, yeah. be so, do you realize how, how huge though? that game would be with the updates and it, like Road to Glory, Dynasty, Ultimate Team? It have it's just a different one. Yeah. That game would never run and you wouldn't be able to have anything else. All you'd mm. be able to fit on your console unless you had like three external hard drives, it would be GTA and that. Because everybody still has GTA. And GTA is like two terabytes. <laughs> Well, can they actually make character? Can they make players to the the likeness of current players and use their names? Like, well, what's the status the, on that? That's the question because yeah, I, believe, I think those are some of the details that they're going to have to hammer out over these next couple of years. Which is why they're waiting a couple of years because at the moment, sorry guys, I just do have a little bit of knowledge on this. In California, that is the only place where athletes are allowed to be paid for their name and likeness in college, and that just mm. means like sponsors, you know, like. I guess signing autographs, all that stuff. College players are never going to be paid a salary. That's just a fact of the matter. That doesn't make sense for like the smaller schools. You're going to be able to be, make money off your name and likeness. Now, the question is how much and, you know, it just depends on how many states abide by the rules, too. Or start to um, pick up what California is doing, you know? The NCAA should just make that just nationwide. Like, they should just come in with a ruling and say if you if you can make money off your likeness like make money off your like like why that's i still don't understand do. why they're holding them back from that like, do they make money off their likenesses yeah, yeah well i know well, i know I why mean, it's like, awful they make them you go just to said i don't know why but i know why i don't get it but i get it i got a question for you guys do you do we know how much money that these guys make like madden players make like, do they make a lot of money off their name and likeness off off the Madden games every year? It's part of the NFL. The NFL. It's the NFLPA. No, it's the NFLPA. Yeah, they they have to have um. Uh, there's something in their labor agreement that says that they can use their likeness, but I I, I imagine they get some type of compensation from some the kind NFL. of compensation. But, right? but I mean, you can op- you can opt out of it for Madden. Like, yeah. Bill Belichick is not Bill on. Bill Belichick, yeah. yeah. Well, that's all. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just tell the NFLPA. Like, you don't tell EA. You know, like the NFLPA handles that. Do they have an NFLPA type for college? I mean, like the Probably. NCAA, yeah, like student athletes. So. Is that is that what you're saying? Like the union, like the, the NCAA. Do, like do they have a un? 
They have the Players Association House. So they need, they, to, so they, they need yeah. to put more weight into that. That's what well, they, they need to put more weight into like the conferences. <clears throat> like I like I just, how everything happened, you know, this season. I just feel like it would have been a lot better if there was one like overseeing union type or like player association for the NCAA. So I brought this up a couple weeks ago. Um, briefly, and I'm wondering what you guys think. What would you guys think if the Power Five conferences broke off into their own league and then everyone else kind of formed another like league from the scraps and built conferences with... So it would basically be like the, the Power Five, like another conference, and then like D1AA. So it would almost like adding like another class in there. Yeah, that way, you could like, have a college football playoff for, like, the smaller... Sorry to cut you off, Joe. That way, you could have a smaller playoff for, like, you know, the, the other teams, the Boise States, the teams that never just sniff a playoff or are always are, have a high record. UCF, for example. when they yeah, the were the University of Central Florida. When they were undefeated, and they were like, well, they're undefeated, but, you know, they're, not, they're no power five. It's like, well, if they had their own conference, they'd be a number one seed. Yeah, but I mean, but it's UCF. Gonna, yeah, I mean, are you gonna are you gonna play like interconference games? So like, how are you gonna prove that like UCF deserves to like? I mean, I don't know. So basically, like UCF is far and away better than East Carolina. I can promise you that. But like, they're probably a lot better than Vanderbilt too. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it would almost cap off like. Bama can beat all those teams with their fourth string guys, right? If they weren't even in that league, you know what I mean? If like the top team was like a UCF, for example, you'd have a better chance of beating them, you know, like on any given Sunday, any given Saturday. You could win a game like that, you know, and it would help for recruiting too, because more players would be like, okay, I can go different places here. I don't just have to go to Alabama. Because right now, recruiting is getting watered down, and team players are only going to teams that make the playoff, which is like... You really think the players, though, are going to be like, like, uh, like I'm going to go be in this chump league because I wasn't good enough for the, the Power Five league? Well, they, you know would think I mean? about, like, they would think about it more because if you can still play in a playoff, and with the transfer portal now, too, you can come and go as you please. So let's say a guy decides to go to a Vanderbilt or like Boise State, for example. He balls out. They ball out. They go to the college football playoff in their league. And even if they don't win, he's there. He's getting exposure. And then he can make yeah. money off his name and likeness because people are going to know who he That's is. That's the only thing that I can get behind on this is the exposure. Because if you're going to have another playoff, I mean. It'd it's be more gonna, money for it, all of them, too. It should be televised. Um, but, I mean, who watched the you know Division One AA playoff? They're, tel- they're televised, but I didn't watch it. That's true, but, you know, would you watch a, like, Boise State UCF game? I'd watch that if they were both highly ranked. It was on, you know what I mean? Like, maybe. You guys want to hear a fun fact? I mean, talk about your recruiting. Today was the second day of National Signing Day, and um, Alabama, no shocker, is number one. Um, Would anybody like to guess how many five-stars committed? How many four They're stars? Setting records, dude. I, I don't, don't, nobody look this up. I just want, I want some guesses. Okay, I'm gonna guess twenty-one five stars. Oh, that's a little, little, little. Yeah, I was gonna say like is, is, is that ridiculous? Well, I was gonna say sixteen. <laughs> twenty-one isn't ridiculous. I was gonna say sixteen. 
so with 21 because Sean Taylor. So there's not even that many five stars. So let's just put that out there. Okay. Um, so they got oh. five five stars and they got 14 four stars. So oh, wow. they they filled a, a 19 team, 19 person team with four and five stars. Like that's ridiculous. Dude, I'm telling you, their fourth strings could beat yeah. like a lot of teams in college football. Did you guys see the the leaked video um, from Nick Saban on his recruiting? By the way, he's talking about. 64 guys playing in the league last year. Next guy, next school had 41, which I'm assuming is Ohio State. I mean, that's just, like that's just the body, you know, the poise of a man who knows he's going to get you as a recruit. Wait, is this is this <laughs> Nick Saban like trying to recruit someone? That's what I was just about to say, Steve. This kid, whoever it is, because they're going to find out. This kid just fucked himself because he leaked the recruiting. Oh, yeah. video. This is him getting talked to like right now. Uh, no, this is actually a video that someone's recording right now, but that kid recorded it. He's talking about how, you know, schools will come to them and say, oh, uh, you'll never play there at Alabama, blah, blah, blah. And he's saying, oh, that's actually an insult to you because Marlon Humphrey played against Amari Cooper every day. He got better and that they were both drafted top five in the league, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's a good Damn, point. This dude's yeah. recruiting method. He's just shitting on everybody else. He's saying, we're better than everybody else. They know it, so they're going to lie to you. Come play for us. We're in the playoff would, every year. Why wouldn't you go to play for Bama if they're giving you a scholarship? Steve. Because it's hard to play. That's why. Well, you're going to get better every day and still get drafted. And but, 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 nah, that's not, that's, not, that's not true. You will not get drafted if you're like a fourth string. Well, here's the thing, though. When you get hurt, you're terrified. You don't come back. Because yeah. you get buried. Yeah. I mean, look at as soon as um, as soon as uh, who's the main? There we go. As soon as Jalen Waddle went down, all of a sudden Devonte Smith is the best receiver in college football in like the past. Not only 15... best receiver, best, best... player. <laughs> and he can't like he's been around, but he's like never been around. Like all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Yeah, Devonte Smith is the best," and we're like, "Where did he come from?" Right. Like, you guys have heard their, about their running back, running backs that they had a couple years ago. They had Derrick Henry, Eddie Lacy, uh, Alvin Kamara, TJ Yeldon. Who's the guy on uh, the the Cardinals? Um, uh, uh, Drake. Uh, Kenyon. Kenyon yeah. Drake, and they had Dude, someone else. That's don't, on one let, team. They're all in the NFL. Let's not forget him. their quarterbacks that they had. I mean, what, Mac Jones was. Mac Jones was like their fourth string. Then they had like. Talia, then they had Tua, and then they had um, uh, what's his name? Hurts. Yes, yeah. thank you. Hurts, yeah. That's absurd. And like, usually their quarterbacks are their worst position. I mean, comparative to all their other positions that are just talent at the wazoo. <laughs> like Stevie, the Stevie got some for us. Yeah, so to do it, let's do it. All right, Steve. All right, this week we have a quick hitter uh, edition of who's got the more money out of these sports athletes. Um, and this week we're also doing a Hall of Fame edition. So, oh, I love going that. from the list of athletes that we just read off. Um, who is richer? So the first matchup we got is Tory Holt versus Reggie Wayne. Who you boys got? Do we say it or how do we how do we participate? Yeah, yeah just throw throw it in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Reaction, yeah. reaction, one by one. Reaction. So Joe got it first. I yeah, I got it first. Um, I'm gonna say Tory Holt. Okay. I'm going to say um, Mr. Reggie. 
I'm gonna go with Reggie. Played with Peyton. Was in you know. I mean, Tori was in a couple Super Bowls too. But Pey- Reggie's been around. Reggie does more color of, commentary. Doesn't more he? of the new age stuff. I feel like he's more kind of in the spotlight, uh-huh. um, making more money. Inflation. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Reggie. <laughs> All right, Matt. 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 You got any thoughts on this one? I'm going Reggie as well. It just seems like the the way to go. Yeah, Love Tori. Like- uh. No disrespect but, about his bank account. No disrespect to your bank. That's but. a that's a win for Joe. Wow! Now the gate's hot. Tory Holt with a Shit. sixteen point. Joe's always going against the grain, bro. Reggie Wayne. I went first. No, but I'm I, no. It's I'm just saying you just naturally like you always are thinking of the underdog. It's I'm happy hey, with that. You know what? I went with his heart. Yeah, that, exactly. I went with my heart, and uh, you know, on on next week. What did what did Tory Holt? What did Tory have? 16. Corey had 16.7, and Reggie, Reggie had was 10. 10 flat. Oh, uh, gotcha. He's close. All right, this next one, we are going to pin the Manning brothers against each other. Oh. The ones that actually made it to the NFL. So Peyton Manning, did, did you get the, still you going get the thing, Brent? So Peyton Eli, except Eli's getting an $80 million check right before He's the got an $80 go. million handicap on Eli. Yeah. Wait, Peyton gets um, the... Oh, okay. Peyton. Eli gets... Yeah. yeah, I got you. I'm going Peyton. I'm going Mr. Eli. I feel like because Steve's he's got the, giving... He... Steve's got something up his sleeve because he's giving him a handicap. It's going to mm-hmm. be like within like a mill or two. Like... Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think, I think Peyton still has much more. I mean, he's in the... He's in the what? Allstate or whatever the insurance commercials are. I've seen him in Subway commercials. I've seen this, this dude Eli Manning has commercials. He had the Citizen Echo. I like pain. He, yeah, he, he did Citizen Echo, the watches. Ooh, he did. Yeah, they were really good. Well, and they're Didn't both Peyton buy like, like 50 Papa John's when he moved to Denver? Yeah, dude, he owns like, all the Papa John's. Yeah, he owns a lot of Papa John's. Although Papa John's is sort of uh, controversial now. <laughs> Ever since their CEO had that meltdown. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I have a, I have an answer from Joe and I have an answer from Zach. Brent, Matt. They're just refusing to answer. <laughs> oh no, he's um. I, I said Peyton. Um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to go with uh Peyton just because he has got Peyton. No, he's places. going with Archie. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, let's, don't let's even listen say, to this podcast. Zach, you gonna answer for Brent? <laughs> I guess just yeah. Y'all are fucked. So funny, Zach. Sorry. You're a dumbass because you're the only one that guessed Eli. Peyton is actually in reality worth a hundred more, uh, oh million dollars more than Eli. So it was close. A lot. All right, last one. And they got the same Super Bowls. We got the infamous Tony Bosselli <laughs> going against Jaguars legend, going against <laughs> Casey Matthews, Clay Matthews' brother that you didn't even know he had. <laughs> <laughs> Who's richer? Is he uh, a uh, stockbroker? Is he, is he work on Wall Street? Like a trap. <laughs> Let's give us some back. Wait, may or may not have gone current Clay Matthews or father Clay no, Matthews? Casey. No, no. Matthews. Which brother? Because he had Clay Matthews had uncles in the league too. The junior, younger Clay Matthews brother. So. Oh fuck! <laughs> well, but Selly only played for six years, so he could be. And he didn't he play like I'm the early two thousands with my boy Bostelli. Did and the reason that he um might have retired was an injury. Was bank, yeah, I cannot pay. To, I cannot pay to play. You owe us money to play football. I'm going. Uh, 
Baby. I'm going Casey because Steve's got some up his sleeve. Going Bastelli. Bastelli. Matthew's clan. Matthew's clan. Matthew's You're going Bastelli, Zach. Yeah, just to look like an idiot by saying Eli last time. <laughs> okay. Matt. Was I wrong with Eli? Was it really bad? I'm going yeah, Baselli as well. A hundred million less. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, it was only twenty million um, less. Well, yeah, with the handicap, it was only twenty million oh, less. Okay. So this was actually sort of a trick question. Tony Baselli isn't even on this website. That's how much of a nobody <laughs> Tony Baselli <Yeah>. is. <laughs> Steve, I will come it's through. It's Casey this Matthews is on the website. Tony I'm Bosselli. leaving. There we go. Out of here. There we go. <laughs> you know what, guys? This is the end of the guys who talk about sports. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> Matt just got another message from the SEC. We've been canceled. We could do a a, a tiebreaker since that one was sort of just a gag. Yeah, let's gag. More in 2019, Tiger Woods or Conor McGregor? Tiger Woods. Conor McGregor. Didn't Tiger win the Masters? He won the Masters. Yeah. Tiger. Yeah, but... Uh... Yeah, McGregor didn't whiskey. fight in 2019, I don't think. <laughs> Does he have a whiskey? Joey owns a <laughs> but golf brand. Proper 12 came out around then, though. Shit. But this was he the... punched that old guy in 2019? Right, guys. <laughs> That's a lawsuit. Joe, who are you taking? I'm taking McGregor. I'll knock you right and out And he's of leaving. Here. It was Connor. Got two mil. <sighs> 47 million versus 45 million. I'm going to go for four. Stupid case. This one is fighting like bad. Once. We got to start keeping track of how bad we are at this. Damn, Steve. You're really good at tricking us. <laughs> Casey Matthews won and the handicap. <laughs> Casey Matthews. Dude, Bosselli wasn't even on the website. So Bosselli. I got Reggie so Wayne surprised. wrong. I, I think I was like one for. F- how many do we do? Four? Yeah. We're coming towards the end of the NFL season, so we got to start talking about other sports. I mean, we got to live up to our name. We got to talk about sports. We're not uh, one to mention. Right, exactly. We've got Conor McGregor going against Dustin the Diamond Poirier, and Dustin proved to be a diamond. I mean, second-round knockout, absolutely incredible. What do you guys think about that? I thought it was impressive because Conor McGregor had beaten him early, like seven years ago. I believe it was like 2014, something along those lines, and beat him pretty decisively. That was when Conor was still on his rise. And you, you really love to see a fighter just evolve over the years like that and just come back and, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. He avenged his loss. And now, they, now it's a trilogy. They got to have a third fight along the line somewhere. Got to have that third fight. I'm saying I want, I want a cool, pretty cool amount of money on that fight, too. Didn't even get to watch it. I just saw the Conor McGregor memes of him just knocked out on the mat afterwards. That's confidence, Steve. You bet on it and didn't even watch. Just watched your money in your bank account just roll up. Well. Steve couldn't watch. We were watching it uh, while. Oh shit! I can't even talk. Steve Ryder. Yeah, Wait. No, I, I, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't find a good streaming service. Legally, but it does. It Legal does sound a lot cooler. Let the chips land where they where they could. Arm McGregor is washed. Oh, okay. That's wow. that's kind of my next question. That's a. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that McGregor? I mean, Matt kind of came out strong with that. Is is McGregor washed? What has he done recently? He beat he what beat the Cowboy Cerrone? How old is he? Like he's like he's like forty, bro. I mean, he didn't just beat <clears throat> Cerrone. I mean, Cowboy. He just absolutely walloped him. So I mean, yeah, yeah. he's washed too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but does this hurt his legacy, McGregor? So here's the thing about 
UFC fighters that's different from boxers, that's different from any other sport in the entire world. It's just you out there. And not only that, the UFC, you can get submitted, you can get TKO'd, you can get knocked out, you can, someone can jump off a cage and loosen your teeth. Like, there's so many different ways to lose. I feel like over a course of an entire career, it's just impossible to go down like a Floyd Mayweather route unless you retire early, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think it should hurt his legacy, but, you know, who knows? I'm not the guy who... He uh... does need to win a big fight now, though, because since he went off and tried to box, he got walloped by Floyd, who is an expert at the top of his Another game. Another old man. Another old man who's at the top of his game <laughs> in that sport, though. And then he comes back, Khabib just chokes him out. Oh my god, dude, Choked that was awesome. Him. That was crazy to watch because he was just it was just a takedown clinic. Mm-hmm. And then right when he was going to block the takedown, overhand right dropped him. Is I feel like McGregor, watch? he's not he's not like the greatest fighter of all time. Like he's <clears throat> he's definitely going to go down as like one of the biggest trash talkers. I feel like that's one of the reasons he's so mm-hmm. popular and out there. Like he's always in people's faces, like the press conferences are always, like, great material. But, like, I mean, there's better fighters out there. I don't think it's really going to hurt him that much to add another loss. He's still got, like, a really good record, you know? I think his true legacy is being the first real face of US, the UFC. Obviously, they've had yeah. other people who are the face of it. What but before Connor, Right, but, I mean, like, Connor was what he brought them, them into on the, the ESPN era. You know, before that, like, the viewership of UFC has gone up, like, exponentially since Connor's become big. Connor now, first of all, he's worth way more than any UFC fighter ever. He's even That's remotely close say. to before him. He's gone into other sports. He has whiskey now. He has all these deals. UFC fighters didn't have that before that. What I was going to say, so that's, that's a great is. point, Matt, is we can sit here and debate about his legacy all he wants. The dude went from rags to riches. He was yeah. poor as fuck in Ireland, had nothing, was just fighting because he loved it. And now look at him, dude. He has anything he wants in the world. And his whole mentality coming up was me against the world. I have nothing. They have everything. I want that. And once you get that, that's something that's hard, too, especially in the fighting world to keep having that drive like that. It's completely different with someone like Tom Brady because football, while it's a vicious sport, you know, there's a lot of technicalities behind it. A lot of things that he can do motivates him to strive and keep going. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, Connor is obviously a listener. So we're, mm-hmm. we're on, on the, the guys who talk about uh, sports. We are, uh, we're saying that you're washed. Uh, but if you want to come defend yourself, uh, join the podcast, uh, you know, e- email us. Let us know if you want to come on. I, I do um, want to say anybody that we talk about on the show, good or bad, and we know we have a lot of listeners, you know, <clears throat> Todd Gurley, the likes of them, Philip Rivers and all his kids. Feel free to come on the show and defend yourself. We want to have a conversation. We, we will back up what we say. Not only back it up, we want to have a conversation with you. So by all exactly. means, if anyone's offended, reach out to us. Reach out to our secretary, and we'll fit you in. <laughs> yeah, if you want to reach us again, go to our Twitter, go to our Instagram. Let's go ahead and take this opportunity to move on, and let's talk about the Wizards game the other night. I mean, the Wizards don't have all that much to talk about, but that, Nets, that win against the Nets was awesome. Here's a crazy stat for you. Uh, teams down, I think it was eight 
How much? They no, they were down five with what eight seconds left. Mm-hmm. They have a record of one and twenty three thousand, or, or excuse me, nine and twenty three thousand, like all time. And the Wizards actually Jesus. did that. I'm gonna botch that, but you know what it is. That's pretty sweet. I'm happy for Bradley Beal because I literally <clears throat> saw a meme before that game. It was like Homer Simpson, like tired as fuck, putting on his pants in the morning, and I think he put like the wrong pants leg on, and it was like Bradley Beal getting ready to go drop 50 and lose by 15. Damn, that's so sad that that's true. But Yeah, I mean, the Wizards have to build around him. I mean, getting Russ was kind of like a lateral movement, in my opinion. I mean, I, I don't know too much about basketball. but Lateral at I mean, best. Right, exactly. I mean, John Wall's playing pretty decently in Houston, right? Yep. I mean, well, But, I mean, I think that Wall had to leave anyways. I don't think he was going to play well for us. Yeah, that relationship was kind of done. The thing about Russell Westbrook, which I know you guys were all excited when you first got him. You're like, oh, triple-double machine, you know. And he does normally get to the playoffs, but he relies strictly on his athletic ability. And as you get older, he has clearly not gotten better at shooting. I believe his free throw and three-point percentage has gone down as he's gotten older. So he's not getting better at shooting, and you can only rely on your athletic ability for so long. So, yes, he can carry a team to the playoffs. I mean, can he even do that anymore, though? That's the real question, if he can stay healthy. But it, how amazing was it that he hit that three? I was amazed that that's what sealed the game. Like, that's pretty cool. Good for him. We know, his, we know Russell Westbrook's a listener. <laughs> I feel like John Wall relies a lot on his athleticism, too, though. So that trade sort of made sense to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I've seen stats where it says that they're both, like, uh, leading the league in poor efficiency shooting from the field, um, but also have crazy other stats. So it's like you just have two freak athletes who can score because they're freak athletes. But as far as efficiency, efficiency goes, they're neither of them are uh, very good. Um, I know it hasn't been an entire but, season, obviously. We haven't had that much to look at yet, but hasn't John Wall's shooting gotten a lot better? Like, didn't he spend the last two years really grinding on his shooting and – Hasn't it like his three point percentage gone up this year? Well, I mean, he's what I've heard. Playing. So, I mean, I guess. Well, that's what I'm saying. Really he, he worked on his. Sh- yeah. Exactly. But Russell Westbrook, like, hasn't gotten better shooting. So, John Wall, like, I mean, if his shot can fall, that's the whole thing about Colin Coward mm-hmm. always rips on Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook, and John Wall because while they're athletic as fuck and they can get to the rack, they can make sweet moves. That only lasts for so long. You got to be able to do what LeBron did, add a three-point shot, add a post game, do other things, you know, to expand your repertoire. Do you guys think Bradley Beal, I mean, he came out yesterday and he was actually upset that everybody's bagging on him for not wanting to leave the Wizards. And I salute that, honestly. Good for him for not wanting to jump ship. That's kind of been the narrative in the NBA now, just to, you know, go to a, fully loaded team already. Austin Rivers came to the Knicks and he said he wanted to build something from the ground up. He didn't want to just get on a fully loaded team. And mm-hmm. I respect that. And I respect Bradley Beal. These are the guys like who Austin, care about Bradley like Beal. Like Austin Rivers had a choice. <laughs> he had yeah, some Austin Rivers choices. is a bum. He's a bum. I but he, like him. he could have gone and been like the eighth man in the rotation for his dad's team on the Sixers, say what you want about Austin Rivers. People will take a shooter. People will take him to come off the bench. But he Bro, I watched him airball shot after shot when he played for the Wizards. He's gotten better. Like, I, 
Okay. All right. I mean, whatever. I don't want. He's him. still He's in trash. the league. He's still in the league. Yeah, I don't. That's He's played very well this year. Surprise to me, Austin. I know you're listening. You got to come on here. You got to tell. You got to tell Matt that he's wrong. Got to tell Matt that he's wrong. Come on here and tell him that. Uh, that with the Knicks, you're different. You're a different animal. You're a different beast. Also, I'm pretty sure Bradley Beal is like. I was looking at the other day. He's like averaging more points than anyone in the league by like a significant amount. I'm not comparing oh, yeah, Austin and Bradley, by the way. But he's not an all star. Yeah, but he's no, not an all star. No, no, no. Bradley Beal. If no, no. But I'm not, not a rapper. Absolutely not. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening, guys. You know, I'm very curious to see how the Super Bowl ends. It, these are the two best teams in the NFL, hands down. The Bucks and the Chiefs, there's no question about it. The teams we want to see play, top quarterback, old versus the new, Tommy B, Thomas Edward Brady versus Patty Moe. And Steve, are you, right. are you as excited as I am, Steve? I'm pretty excited. I wish... I wish the circumstances were different and, you know, we could do some, get together, watch the game, but I'm still excited to, uh, to watch some TV. Maybe you can, uh, mail me some Buffalo chicken dip. Oh yeah. My mom is famous. I, I can go to town on that dip. bad boy. I can, I can go ahead and send you one. Maybe we can do a, <laughs> a watch party per se or something along those lines, but it does suck that in the birth of this great podcast that, you know, it is in the middle of a pandemic, you know, the crowd's going to be low there and we can't all get together, but guys, this thing's this train's gonna keep rolling, so just stick with us. This shit's gonna be good. Shout out to Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. We love Anchor, and follow us on social media at Guys Talk Sports on Instagram. Our Twitter's Guys Talk Sports with two Z's. Uh, we had a great we had a great episode. You know, we did some talked about some prop bets. We went over the Super Bowl. Had some other things that we were starting to work into. Steve's great segment, Rags or Riches. You know, bread count. Um, Working title. There you Love go. Work, title in the work, you know. It's, it, it is what it is, but thanks for listening, and join us next week when we do a Super Bowl recap. Thanks a lot, and have a great day. Have a great Super Bowl weekend. Shout out, Anchor. Smash that Larry Fitz. Oh, Matt, you said Peyton? And I, I'll, I'll answer I'll give you. A, I'll give you a five. Or, he's he's looking something up right now. He's looking something up. He's he's cheating. He's looking the answer right now. He's like, oh, I didn't hear you. Oh yeah, it's him. It's exactly this amount. He's trying to talk right now. These guys are idiots. Yeah, Just read the he's, chat. He's on. He's on mute. Uh, maybe he's not. Read the chat, no, guys. He is on mute. <laughs> getting with getting my par result. PCR. He's getting his COVID test back. Uh, oh no, we're all exposed. Oh, through okay. Zoom. Through Zoom, oh no! That shit fucking evolved, bro. Quarantine! It mutated. <laughs> what What's seven? in the box? Sean, Sean, Sean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that. Bitch, you know that. Sean, Sean, Sean. Yeah, yeah. Bitch, you know I got it. Sean, Sometimes. Yeah, it's been them young OG vibes. Think like I'm Steve Jobs. Malachi Stone, see the world all through Steve's eyes. Dubai sand still, stuck in my van still. I let the sand spill till I can't stand still. I got no time to waste, life is fast paced. 
the tracks running, never come in last place How's your bitch when I come around, she's not safe No, she be leaving with me cause you got bad taste She need a back brace, I need a back rub I tell her put that face down and ass up And then I smash her, and then I pass her Back to you, she won't tell you the truth, so don't ask her Hop in the ghost and go Casper Space cool with a rocket on me, I won't hesitate to blast you Fuck buying cars though, I'm buying back my masters Cause it ain't just the cash that I'm after Had to flash back I got a lot up on my mind, not enough time Said I've been up on my grind, make no bitches fall in line When you say my name, don't forget the dollar sign Bitch, you know I got it, know I got it Money on my mind, so you know I'm always grinding yeah. All my honey's dimes, I might put her in some diamonds When your stars in line, everything is perfect timing Never let them tell you what your worth is Respect gotta be earned, it can never be purchased I done made 10 million spitting verses And still ain't losing sight of my purpose Still shedding light beneath the surface Constant elevation, giving them revelations They don't teaching them churches First things first is I charge for the service Gotta keep a steady dollar just to pacify the splurges Satisfy the urges Tell you my fear, probably make you niggas nervous Seven figure purchase Went from building blocks to building a block Now I'm talking with my pops about some Bill is the cop, nigga, I had to stick in the plot uh, Hit the pocket up and straight fill it with knots I went to Greg Unit for the watch, but not the one with the rocks Cause it ain't about what you paid, it's about what you got, nigga Yeah, I got a lot up on my mind, not enough time Said I've been up on my grind, make them bitches fall in line When you say my name, don't forget the dollar sign Bitch, you know I got it, know I got it Money on my mind, so you know I'm always grinding yeah. All my honey's dimes, I might put her in some diamonds When your stars align, everything is perfect timing